0: What are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman.
1: Tell me something, my
0: friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Welcome, everybody. Hey, guys. To another episode of... The, the Shredder. Shredder. <laughs> I love how awesome we are when we say <laughs> So this is a an actual Shred episode, and it's going to be about a person not very near and dear to our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know we've gotten a lot of flack before
1: about how our character episodes, where we kind of dissect different comic book characters, and in the future, video game characters, mm-hmm. Um
0: characters in general this is
1: probably going to be the truest shred that we have done (laughs) i
0: hated this (laughs) yeah she like literally the entire time we were doing our research and homework she was like oh Uh, (laughs) she's like oh my god i'm not a fan of the joker i mean i get why the joker exists for batman he's like the quintessential villain he's like when it comes to villains, Batman thinks that any villain or criminal can be like fixed, like can be go back into society and he yeah. is like he's the master class for him. Like if you if you can get the Joker to be like a member of society, then like he's done it. <laughs>
1: Everything he's done hasn't been for naught. So you know, he's like, like
0: everything that is it's against what what batman stands for is the joker so i see why he is the main villain for him
1: i think it's actually been quoted even that the joker is the most well-known comic book villain of all time yeah like, he is for
0: sure just he it, like he, like for a long time he's been like the number one in, like all these like number one villains in comic books <laughs> but like you know the the spectrum has changed lately like you know the whole comic books as a whole like you can you can make a case for like Thanos being the worst and like yeah. Galactus and but those are like cosmic like villains. Those are like true villains. Where Joker, you know, he's just a guy. He's just a crazy. He's just a dude, just guy. like Batman. He's just a guy, and that in that sense, like, it just shows how truly evil he is because like just one human can like wreak the havoc that he does. I don't know. You would you just have to make a case for it. I think. Yeah. But um, this episode we're gonna go through a bunch of like there's a lot of iterations of the joker and uh we're we're going to stick to like classic joker like you know the way he's been like portrayed in like tv and comics and movies and things like that. Yeah. Cuz you know, <clears throat> there's like Batman Beyond Joker where he's just like a fucking squad, <laughs> like a fucking gang and shit like that. So we're we're just going to stick to the basics.
1: Yeah, like we'll we'll touch on every aspect that we can, but for most the most part we're going to be going into the comics and we'll talk about uh from like things that we know of that are almost comical um <laughs> and TV and uh <laughs> movies.
0: <laughs> so, uh, let's start off with the origin of Joker. So he was first appearance of him was a ba- obviously Batman number one, which came out spring nineteen forty.
1: Yes. Uh, quite a long time ago. Yes. And um, by Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and Jerry Robinson. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, his real name in mainstream is unknown, but he's been called Jack Napier in White Knight Gotham Noir, nineteen eighty nine Batman, the Jack Nicholson Batman. And a bunch of other things. Although, in a new Joker movie that should be out by the time you listen to this, his name is Arthur. So, you know, he has a lot of origin stories. He has a ton. Like, even, like, before we started recording this, like, there was a fucking... We watched a YouTube video of ten separate origin stories of the yeah. Joker, which is, like, a little bit of an overkill.
1: Well, okay, so, like, that's something that I think... Ever since the beginning, right? Like, the writers have made it a point to only ever allude to his life before the Joker, right? Like, to his backstory. Mm-hmm. As, you know, it, it should always stay a mystery. And the reasoning behind this is because the Joker is not supposed to be an understood man. He's supposed to be just crazy, to be crazy, un- like misunderstood. No one. To, to really understand the Joker would be not the Joker, right? Right. Like- exactly.
0: Like, you, you can't. <laughs> You can't basically like estimate him.
1: We uh, always fear what we don't understand, and we can never ever understand the Joker.
0: Yep, so so fear the Joker, baby. <laughs> we live in a society, okay? So uh, <laughs> let's talk about his abilities real fast. Um, so according to the Batman Wiki, he has a gen- genius intellect, a brilliant chemist and inventor, an arsenal of comedy themed gadgets, which is, I think, is funny. <laughs> Uh, deception, obviously. And expert hand-to-hand combat. Mm. Now, that that last one, I feel like, is the most weird part for Joker. Because I feel like, how can you be an expert at hand-to-hand combat and also be, like, you know... I
1: don't think I've... I mean, in all my reading, I didn't
0: I know see he me. fights, and he fights Batman <laughs> all the time. But he, he usually, when Batman's fighting him hand-to-hand, he's getting his ass... Yeah, up. that's why I'm like, <laughs> where, though? Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Obviously, Joker was, you know, made as in the first Batman issue number one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the second issue he was supposed to die. Like Batman was supposed to stab him in the heart and fucking murder him. Yeah,
0: on to the next villain, type mm, right? Thing. Yeah, because
1: yeah. The, I think the the creators didn't want Batman to look inept as a super as a superhero, right? Or as a antihero, whatever we decide to call Batman in future episodes.
0: Remember back in the day in the '40s and stuff like that, like you weren't supposed to like. There was like a rule where you're not supposed to uh, like or make villains no, likable and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I know that was a Marvel thing, but like I think it was like a whole thing. Like even back then, like they didn't want like comics people to be like, oh yeah, let's let's sympathize with these, yes, these they villains. Didn't want to be, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I th- Whitney Ellsworth was the one that actually overruled killing the Joker off. He was the editor at the time, and um, he thought he was just far too important he, that he would be needed as the kind of crazy, deranged individual that Batman would need as an opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for this shred, guys, like, I didn't really know where to begin, right? Like, I'm not, as I said in past episodes, I'm not super into DC, so I didn't know where to begin. So I talked to two of my best friends that are the most knowledgeable on the subject, um, a friend of mine named Nakia and a friend named Alex. Alex actually did trivia for the bar a lot in the past. He's, yeah,
0: he he did Trivia Night. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's brilliant. He's actually working on an encyclopedia for DC right now.
0: So he might know his work mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh, he knows. Yeah, he
1: knows <laughs> that shit. And Nakia <laughs> is just a brilliant mastermind when it comes to knowing all about DC. He schooled me a bunch of times. I'm really excited that I get to work with them both in the future. So that's cool.
0: Um, so, <laughs> so we should talk about the people who portrayed Joker. So far, but we're gonna we're gonna focus on some main people. But here's everyone we know so far: as Caesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, who did obviously the Tim Burton one, Mark Hamill, love that man, uh, <laughs> Kevin M Richardson, he did voice Heath Ledger, obviously, John DiMaggio did the voice, Brent Spiner did the voice, Michael Emerson also, Troy Baker, which I think he did the voice for the Arkham like series on the yeah. video games, Jared Leto obviously, Ugh. weirdly. Zach Galifianakis did a I yeah, I a Joker, had no idea
1: about that. Which is what weird.
0: do we know? I'm not sure it doesn't say. I, yeah,
1: it's not like listed. I got, I got to
0: find out. Uh Cameron <laughs> uh
1: Monahan. Monahan, sorry, yeah, I couldn't say that. He's the one that did the for the Gotham series, the um, on I don't even know which was, cable <laughs> provider it was, Gotham, but Gotham, yeah. But he was Anthony
0: Ingruber and, and uh Joaquin Phoenix who's going to be he, portraying Joker and, this year.
1: And the new movie coming out on October 4th.
0: AKA Joker. (laughs) If you hadn't known. Okay. So who do you want to start off with first, I guess? Um,
1: Well, okay. So I I think it's important to to start with uh, the most important part of our readings in the past, right, have always been trying to describe a character from the origin, But in this case, this character has been twisted and skinned and shelved and ripped apart and nailed to a fucking wall so many times. He's been
0: reinvented so many times, so
1: many times that I didn't even know where to begin. Because Mm. you know, as it is, like Joker doesn't have an origin story. There's one that people like to stick with, right? They they draw it. They you know drawn a lot of you know um, stories from has been the Killing Joke, right? Um, But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about. Starting at the beginning. It's an important part of the puzzle, right? Like, how does this character fit in the story? Why was he kept alive? Um, Batman became a thing in 1940 as, like, this quiet and just savior from Gotham. Dark Knight. (laughs) With the Joker as this homicidal maniac, right? Um, But... In the 1950s, with the introduction of something called the Comics Code Authority, they had mm. to reinvent the Joker, like practically from scratch, right? Like they had to change him from this crazy homicidal, like gangster, into this like comical, fucking trickster that really just became almost a laughing stock. I felt right, um, but I want to go into the Comics Code Authority just for a minute because it's so important. This changed so many comics. Um, This was actually a voluntary code of would-be ethics depicted in comic books. There can't be graphic depictions of sex, of gore, or violence, and no negative depictions of those in authority like judges and government officials and policemen, which is fucking whack.
0: What? Yeah. That's... Yeah.
1: But although this was completely voluntary... A lot of stores would not carry any comic books who did not have the code, right? So, like, they would not be sold anywhere. You couldn't find them anywhere. It's kind of like
0: the ESRB for video games, but for comics.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, like probably like in the mid '50s, people were actually burning the comic books who didn't have that seal code.
0: <laughs> yeah, like throwing that, tossing them in the fire. That's always good when you burn books, right?
1: Right? Like, <laughs> fucking come on. So, I mean, I'm not going to go too much into it, but I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this stuff in the future because what if, what fucking baby bitch decided this would be a standard? Get fucking wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> like, I,
0: was I love that. that that's literally in her notes. Get fucking wrecked, noob.
1: <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, so with this new code, they had to change the Joker, right? He became a goofy trickster, less frightening, and just absurd. Um, The new Silver Age of Comics had the Joker using trickster toys that we were talking about, like the buzzer, the squirty flower with acid. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where does
0: he get those wonderful toys? That's actually Joker saying that to Batman because, you know, Joker makes his own sick toys. So good. A little bit of jealousy there.
1: (laughs) Um, And trick guns. That was a big thing, too. Like the ones that say, like, bang Mm. or, like, squirt guns or whatever. Yeah. Um, And so this new joker was roughly around the time that they introduced the adam west batman right like yes that campy some TV say show. the quintessential
0: batman even though it's it's very campy. nothing like what batman is portrayed as today
1: i mean it, it's i mean it's important to at least talk about the adam west batman in this shred just because of course he's so he's original. well known yeah um but in reality if you w- put fact?
0: it on today people are gonna be like what yeah
1: <laughs> like what the movie like that shark bit dead
0: uh but yeah. The shark
1: can't, the shark I can't. <laughs> um Editor Julius Schwartz actually decided to not really use the Joker um during like the, the mid-sixties. They they didn't really like it had become such a norm. They didn't like that it was more comical than it was like, you know, fighting justice and all that. Right. So
0: How could Batman
1: keep letting this fucking guy go? So <laughs> what,
0: this, the guy with the buzzer. <laughs>
1: Like, how do I get like this guy? They're gonna let this guy go? Just, yeah, this, this
0: guy, guy is beating Batman? <laughs> like, come on.
1: Um, how can Batman keep letting some douche with a hand buzzer go without kicking his ass, right? <laughs> um, but when Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams began working for DC around in the 70s, right? the You know, the, probably the end of the Silver Age, they went back to the roots. O'Neill yeah. ha- O'Neil has been quoted as saying he actually went to the D.C. library to, s- to go where it started, right? To look at how the Joker was depicted in the beginning. Um, and effectively turned our goofy, ridiculous prankster back into a demented mastermind, right? And actually sent him to fucking Arkham Asylum. Batman <laughs> <Like, laughs> was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> um, a, lot
0: of, a lot of criminals, when they go to jail, they, they, they learn a lot more criminal shit in jail.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm sure Arkham is no, no different
1: even if he's just like confined to a cage he's yeah. still a fucking nightmare. Right. Um the the artist Adam actually Adams actually decided to change Joker's look a bit, right? Like instead of making him like this kind of like a short, you know, stout mob guy, he made him taller, leaner and with a more pronounced jaw, which is probably why I'm more into short baddies. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, So there are so many important stories where Joker gets to show off how fucking nuts he is, right? There's a multitude of favorites that so many of my friends have told me to cover, but we don't have, like, 300 fucking hours to talk about this. So I wanted to cover just the most important ones. Okay. And, of course, where else should we start but the killing joke?
0: Yeah, that's pretty much the quintessential Joker story.
1: Yeah. So Um, I'm probably going to go more into this story because it's been so used um, and... the future comics that we're gonna be talking about and people draw a lot of uh, work from this so as close to an origin story as we can get this novel starts with Batman coming to Arkham Asylum just to speak with Joker right just to kind of like vent to him he's at his wits end like we're gonna keep doing this until we die we're eventually gonna kill each other right when is this going to end and it's
0: just circle and- cycle circle just a vicious circle, mm-hmm. cycle. <laughs> um, Same thing.
1: And so he sits down at this table with Joker, and he talks, and he's just venting and talking. And Joker is literally just playing cards. He's not responding. He's not saying anything until finally, Batman gets so irritated that he grabs the Joker's arm. But he, when he, the Joker pulls back, and Batman is left with like just a handful of fucking white paint. And then we realize he actually wasn't talking to the Joker at all. Joker is actually busted out of Arkham Asylum and is on a cruel journey of sadistic torment. Mm
0: -hmm. However,
1: as slowly and measurably as possible, we are dragged through a series of black and white memories of a man at his wit's end. A pregnant wife with no job, a failed comedian at that, and she's losing... Faith in him. Faith in him. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, what are? Are you gonna get a job? Like I can't work. What's going on? So he tries harder, and harder really means he tries to work with a fucking two mob guys who are notorious for fucking people over, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then we bounce back to the main story where Batman is now searching for this fucking crazy Joker bastard. Flickering between pages of black and white, we find out Joker has gone after Commissioner Gordon. He has shot Barbara, effectively paralyzing her, and then fucked off. With Gordon, we don't know where he's going or. Mm-hmm. What Barbara his... is
0: Gordon's do- daughter, by the way. Yes, for yeah. those of you who don't know. Yeah.
1: Um, flick back to the tragedy in black and white, where we find out in a freak accident, Joker's wife was killed.
0: Now, freak accident. Freak accident
1: is she? I mean, I thought it was going to be something like that too, but mm-hmm. no, really, it was just a freak accident. Mm-hmm. There are other stories where. It said that his wife was murdered by a cop because he was working for the mob, and the mob was like, no, nah, no, we're going to get you, so you have to work with us. Right. But in this story, she plugged in a bottle heater, and the it shorted out and fucking blew up and killed her and her
0: unborn baby. A bottle heater a bottle is heater. also a bomb. Be careful. <laughs> 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 Bombs. <laughs>
1: um, so now he's balls deep with the gangsters, right? Now he's like, well, I have nothing else to fucking do with my life. I might as well just do it and get it over with. <laughs> um. Back to Gordon and the real life story we're talking about. Waking up in a carnival of nightmares, being led naked by a bunch of carnival freaks into a carnival ride where he is subjected to a bunch of horrible images. I don't want to give that part away because I think it's important that we know just how fucked up the Joker is at this point in the story. So you need to read it. Um, This... Flickering back to the white and black pages in the memory bank here, we are shown that the Red Hood is the Joker. Right. Um, even if for only moments, right? His crash and, like, bubble really into this vat of chemicals that disfigure him for eternity. And then, of course, now he has, he's all fucked up in the face. He's lost his whole family. Now he's fucking Joker. He's Joker to the max. Um, flicking back to the main storyline... Joker, uh, Batman finally finds Gordon, right? And finds Joker.
0: Guess you'll have to read to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean,
1: so this is an important story. It's, It's imperative as an origin story just because so many people have drawn from this. It's one of the best Batman stories that I think I've gone through in my reading.
0: If somehow you were living underneath a rock and don't know shit about Joker, this is the Joker story you should start with. Yes. For sure. It's uh, it does have like an origin, kind of an origin story to him. It, it kind of shows like the uh, the endless like symbiotic relationship they have with each other, and how and Batman
1: can't kill him and the Joker won't kill him. Yeah, you know, so, like, yeah. Um, also this book is amazing just because Alan fucking Moore wrote it and he's a genius. That also, the, fuck the artwork is fucking
0: incredible <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. it's a great, great, well,
1: Brian Boland is a god. Yeah, sick. um, iconic as fuck. Mm-hmm. On to the next one, which is uh, there's going to be a trigger warning coming up in this particular reading, guys. It's very graphic. Um, if you are not good with assault, uh, I would not recommend this book for anybody. Don't do it. Um, this one is simply called The Joker, and it's by Brian Azzarello, who is notorious for writing some sketchy ass shit. Right? Like he's just he's been quoted as. I relate to them, and he's talking about the villains. Um, I don't relate to the heroes. Stick it. to Wow, me. dude. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: way to call out your own <laughs> weird shit.
1: I mean, he's a he's he, he's a cool fucking mastermind when it comes to reading his works, just because he's strange. Mm-hmm. But this book in particular was really difficult for me to read. Um, it's a super important story, just because it's also fucking horrific, and it's. Im- comparative to his storyline, but it was a standalone It just shows how
0: deep his fucking psychosis Joker is. Like, he's a crazy guy. And it kind of, like, tells you exactly how crazy he is. (laughs) Uh,
1: This brilliant fucking nightmare starts off with some thug being sent to asylum Mm -hmm. looking for the Joker, right? Like, to help get him out. Mm -hmm. Joker immediately takes a liking to him and they begin this short-lived friendship based on unreasonable violence and payback. As, of course, the Joker believes many people have betrayed him, whether it would be over money, uh, like territory, turf, or uh, just his reputation, which is nuts to me. But, um, mainly, Joker goes after Harvey Dent in this. Uh, mm. he's just, he goes on the sociopathic killing spree.
0: Harvey Dent also, in the, in the comics, is Two-Face, but he before he was... Two-faced, he was Harvey
1: Dent. I think he's two-faced in this, too. Okay. Like, I, I I mean, I don't want to, like... Mm. But um, I don't want to give too, too much away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, At one point in this story, we actually see Harley, and she is working as a stripper for a henchman that used to work for the Joker. And I guess the Joker's fucking pissed about this, skins this guy alive, and then prances him around on the stripper stage, and then leaves him there to bleed to death.
0: Sounds like a Joker thing to do. Right? Right.
1: The next scene, which again here, guys, is trigger warning. Um, Joker actually, like our friend, the thug that came to bust him out, Mm -hmm. Joker actually rapes this guy's ex-wife in retaliation for this guy not telling him about a meeting he was supposed to have with Harvey Dunn. Wow. Some stupid bullshit, right? That was not even a thing at all. But you know, this is what makes the Joker as obscene and terrifying because we don't know what he's going to do. We don't know why he is going to do the things that he does. Whatever. Mm. Um. It, it was really graphic for me, and while as glorious and as dark as it is, because it's creepy and gory, and it's an essential book in this reading, uh, this shit just made me super uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> um As so, with
0: most Joker shit. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) The third part of this horribly painful reading was a death in the family. Now, Jim Starlin, we already know, is a fucking sicko for this piece of work, as there doesn't seem to be an an adequate retribution here. Like, I know that Batman in the past has, like, beat the shit out of Joker, but in this particular story, not enough.
0: (laughs) Not fucking enough. Did not even try I mean he tried but not enough
1: nah, not not yeah. fucking good enough for me mm. this is where our favorite adorable cutesy wootsy little robin is horribly fucking mangled and murdered yeah you'd think that the backstory would be a lighthearted reunion of, of a mother and a son robin was a fish well robin was officially relieved of his robin duties thanks to you know the good sir knight batman he was
0: oh thank you sir
1: <laughs> thank you let me go find my, my family sir um Finds his mom, and then the bitch leads him to the Joker because she's involved in some fucking sketchy-ass shit and watches Joker beat her fucking son to death. Beats him to death. With a crowbar. Well, within inches of his life, really. But yeah, yeah. But then Joker leaves them both there, sets a bomb. Damien... What's his name? Damien, right? No, uh,
0: Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Jason
1: yeah. Todd... Sorry, guys, I'm so fucking... Mm. So Jason Todd actually barely manages to wake up to realize that his mom is ch- t- chained to a fucking whatever tries to get her out realizes that they're both stuck in this fucking room because joker locked them in it fucking explodes he throws himself on his mother to like try and like save her they both fucking die but like <laughs> batman finds her and she's like he saved me and he's like oh nothing you know this poor woman had to watch i'm like fuck her Fuck that bitch.
0: <laughs> she, fuck this. She kind of led him to his death.
1: She led him to the Joker, yeah. let him be fucking beaten savagely, and then it was like, oh, well, as an, as an as a last act of, like, amazingness, my son threw his, himself on me and tried to save me, and he's a greater person than I could have ever known. Yeah, so why do you... What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Yeah. And, like, not even that that is the worst part, guys. Like, people actually This is were, the best. People were able to fucking, like, pen in and call in and... Choose whether or not yep. Jason was going to be murdered and killed off.
0: When this comic came out, it was put to a vote whether Robin should live or die, and you can literally write them a letter with your vote. What and the fuck,
1: y'all are, like, are fucking savage. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no,
0: Everyone I mean, voted for him to die. Like, we this voted, fucking kid, um,
1: a thirteen-year-old to be murdered savagely, and Batman does nothing.
0: Yeah that's Fuck fucked. DC. Yeah. Fuck this. It was like, you got you can't blame DC. This was their fans wanting that. So he, uh, they just gave him what the fans wanted and your fans you you guys you guys are like Joker.
1: Y'all are Fuck you all are fucked.
0: But you know, but you know, obviously, you know, with canon no one ever truly dies. I mean, but this story though, it was really fucked up what happened. It
1: was really fucked up and it, it's a notorious storyline because like, everybody that I've ever talked to that was like, oh, you don't know, like DC, like, blah, blah, blah. And they they like, you're going to be really upset with what happens to, like, fucking Jason Todd. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? And like, people, are like, would literally oh, do yeah. the, oh, no, Jason. Whatever. Um. So I don't want to say that Batman does nothing. He wants to do something. But when he finds Jason and his fucking mangled up bitch mom, um, he tries to go on this spree where he's like, I'm going to fucking find
0: this motherfucker. blah, blah, blah. blah. But how's that
1: go? <laughs> um, Superman finds him and says, "Hey, bro, like I gotta tell you a thing." And, and he's like, "What the fuck? What's, what are you talking about?" Apparently, Joker was somehow able to weasel his way in and become the UN ambassador, which makes him untouchable. Nobody can fucking hurt him. Nobody can do nothing. So Batman literally just stands there. And does nothing. Like, wow, okay. And even at the end, when Batman finally gets the kahunas to be like, all right, I'm going to fucking go after him. And he, they, they fight a little bit. And Joker supposedly is blown up in a fucking helicopter crash. And they plunge into the fucking ocean. But they never find his body. And they won't. Because, of course, he's the Joker. And <laughs> psych. But fuck that story. <laughs> yeah. So angry. So angry. This poor 13-year-old. How do you... F- Whatever. So... I'm going to let Tony take this one over while I fucking take a breather, because I'm, yeah. like, hype. Uh, Tony was actually the one that went over Death of the Family, um, which is the fourth installment that was important in our reading.
0: I mean, so, Death of the Family was was a 23-part comic, so we read the whole thing. Um, I didn't read—I mean, I did read most of it. I just—it was incredibly not— <laughs> Amazing to me. I love Batman. It's just, it's just the whole point of the story was that the Joker wanted to kill every iteration of Batman, like the whole family, like Cat, Batgirl, bat Catwoman, girl, Joker, Batman. all of them. And basically, the most thing I got out of it is that the Joker literally is in love with Batman. Batman, like not just like oh yeah, I, I, like we can't not view each other, like like I can't quit you, brokeback mountain, like I wanna, <laughs> I wanna be with you type of person, but I can't lose you, like sexually loves. Batman.
1: Batman's like, what?
0: Like, you know, obviously they stopped the Joker, but like, it's just one of those stories where like, it makes you feel like super uncomfortable just because it, it just portrayed the Joker in a way that you didn't see him before, which is kind of rare because Joker has been like every single iteration that you can think of. And, um, I mean, it's definitely something I would read, but not compared to like Death Death in the family, yeah, and like killing joke. It's 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 a great story, but like,
1: I think it was mostly um, because in in the beginning of the story, like we see that Joker has like carved his own fucking face off yes, and nailed like it he, to the wall.
0: It, it it does go deep into like how crazy Joker can like get to like there is no limit to his psychosis. Like he will do the unthinkable. Like just when you think he wouldn't do that he gonna do that <laughs>
1: he gonna do that yeah
0: but it, it, it's a good it's a good story but like I said like not essential to story. this reading yes yeah. like I it just made me dislike the Joker even more yeah. because as I was reading it I feel like this was like oh this is like fodder for like incels to be like this is what it's like to live in like this world today oh, and I was and the whole time I was just like oh godding out loud <laughs>
1: no,
0: <laughs> literally no. oh goding out loud
1: oh the fucking incels yeah <laughs>
0: Um, we should get to the, the movies, too.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about the movies. Okay. Um, but just to finish off with the comics, I there were some other ones that I actually did get a hold of that I think are important to cover, too. Uh, one that I thought was the most ridiculous fucking thing that I've ever had to read in my life. <laughs> Here we go. was Detective Comics issues 475 and 476, The Laughing Fish. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You guys, this story is literally about Joker trying to copyright a dead fish with a fucked up Joker face.
0: Well, hello, beautiful. What, what <laughs> the
1: fuck? What? It Who just decided? sounds like... like yeah. He does some other fuck shit, whatever, he kills some people, some important, whatever. But really?
0: A fucking fish. Yeah. A fish. That's a uh, that's some serious shit.
1: Like uh, moving on. Whatever. Yeah. Um so. While I was actually excited to read Batman, the Man Who Laughs, because Ed Brubaker is one of my favorite writers, um, he did the writer he did the writing for Uncanny X Men.
0: Oh shit! Seriously? Uh,
1: yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking um, comic. But what the fuck did I read here, you guys? Here we go. Joker goes on a killing spree, basically gassing people with this fucking compound that fucked
0: his own face. Love off, that right? Joker. Damn, I wish I had that fucking. <laughs> Ah uh, shut. <laughs> but that's basically what he did in, in, in nineteen eighty nine, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: he put his he put hits on multiple people saying that he's gonna gas these people, right? And actually Bruce Wayne, you know, the alter ego of Batman mm-hmm. um himself was one of these people. And while he did get poisoned and he was able to counter-effect it, um, but he hallucinated the shit out of like, the when his parents died, right? Like vivid, horrible fucking monster images. Yes. And surprisingly enough, wakes up with the realization of what Joker is actually going to do and then calls Commissioner Gordon to warn him. I don't want to give the entire story away because I have too much fucking respect for Brubaker, Brubaker enough, but this was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, um. Then the next one, The War of Jokes and Riddles, was actually a good read. I like the flashbacks. I love Selena Kyle. I like that. Who in doesn't? The, I, in this story, <laughs> Batman is actually... Um, talking to Selena about how he is is hoping for her answer when he's asking her to marry him, right? Mm -hmm. But that he's, like, kind of, like, venting to her and, like, listen, like, I can't ask you to marry me unless you know all about the darkness that is me, right? So
0: he... (laughs) I'm sorry, that (laughs) sounded so goth.
1: I know. (laughs) Batman is the superest goth of all time.
0: (laughs) He went to a legit goth phase in his 30s. And it stayed.
1: IRL. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But in this, like he he talks about how there was at one point, like, and we all know Batman is like, I will not kill. Obviously not Batfleck, but Batman is very, I will not kill. So I would not
0: use guns either. (laughs) No guns.
1: (laughs) Um. So in this story, he's talking to Selina about how the one time he came so incredibly close to fucking killing somebody, and shockingly enough, it wasn't about it wasn't Joker. He he didn't almost kill Joker. Joker actually. Saved him from almost killing somebody. Who was
0: it? Was it a random person? No, or? it
1: was the Riddler. Really? The Riddler, and it's a really good story. So you I just don't, riddled me that. I don't want to give you all of the de- the details, but I was really excited about this.
0: Cool. I like that. I want to read that. <laughs> it was really good. Mm-hmm. I won't fuck it up. Read it. Okay. I won't fuck it up. Read it. <laughs> so, Batman Joker's Asylum.
1: Hello, fucking cringe. <laughs>
0: I'm reading her notes and I'm laughing. I'm just going to let her say it because I can't can't
1: stop laughing. So, it- if this isn't the most obvious foreseeable bullshit I've ever read, I felt like I was reading an incels diary page.
0: We live in a society.
1: Oh, my God. Let's just be crazy and awful just to cause a scene. Mm. No one will understand me because I won't be understood. Dude, did you stay behind in high school just to keep the fedora, or what? Like, I, Nothing personnel. I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe I'm being harsh, right? But I, honest to God, could not tell you any fucking story from this series because it was literally just Joker rambling in his cage in Arkham Asylum about all the fucking crazy shit he's done. Like, bitch, who the fuck cares?
0: Sometimes I feel like the writers just sit there, like, drop acid, and it's yeah. like, let's just write yeah. whatever comes to mind. I feel like, you know, that would be, It's it a comic.
1: I was so mad that I spent money on this comic that um, I I was legitimately thinking about walking back into the comic store and being like, yo, I can't. Can you refund me this, please?
0: <laughs> this, is why, this is why we need a, a oh, Patreon.
1: Fifteen fucking dollars.
0: If <laughs> we need a Patreon to pay for these comics.
1: <laughs> now, with that being said, and how much I clearly enjoyed this shred, um, there have been a lot of new stories that I've genuinely been excited excited to read about, right? Like comics that touch on what an acceptable backstory is for this character. Um, so, Batman: Streets of Gotham was the House of Hush series, and in this storyline, Joker is actually you know named Sonny, and as a child, he was taken in by Bruce's parents.
0: Ooh, spoilers twist.
1: Yes, and but trigger, Shyamalan twist. And my Shyamalan, <laughs> but trigger warning, guys. In this story, as a child, Joker was kidnapped by a mobster named Sal and was assaulted. It's brutal and horrific. Yeah, they don't go into the gory graphic details, but obviously there is a trigger warning there, and it is
0: anything assault is, is essentially is. a trigger warning, yes. honestly. Um, and the
1: new Fifty Twos, um, the new Fifty Two, obviously, uh, as a the B
0: Fifty Twos. Sorry, sorry.
1: As a child, um, in this. Uh, story Joker was severely abused by his aunt. Another trigger warning here, guys. She would scrub his skin with bleach. Oh, I
0: can't even read that line. And
1: even told him that she killed his uncle so that, kind of like giving you the, you know, the foreshadowing, like, bitch, I'll kill you too. Like, oh. it was, it's fucked. It's completely fucked. Um, and then moving on to one of the, my favorite plot lines is... a. Uh, the Dark Side War, the DC Rebirth series. Um, the, mm-hmm. It plays with the idea that there isn't just one Joker, right? Like, there are three different people masquerading as the Joker. And there's a lot of interesting points, and I don't want to give too much away because I actually really fucking like this series. So, get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, another alternate versions of the Joker. Um, I know Tony is really into this one, so I'll let him Flash talk Point. about Flashpoint. Uh,
0: yeah, actually, the Joker in Flashpoint is really... Crazy because it's not actually
1: a man at all. No, it's,
0: it's actually Bruce Wayne's mom
1: And that storyline, which is Martha. Martha. We should have had that. Funny, I know <laughs> it's Martha. Um. Yeah,
0: she's the Joker in in this alternate future that, that the Flash did. And if you don't know Flashpoint, you should really read it.
1: It's a good one. It's
0: fucking great. It's a it's a re- weird alternate future, and I loved it.
1: I was actually surprised that uh, my friends didn't tell me to read that one. But probably because it wasn't. Probably because like- it's not
0: a main Joker storyline. Yeah. It's kind of like an offshoot. Um, we could talk about the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie, yeah. which is fucking great. This town needs an enema. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack Nicholson plays the Joker, and his name is, uh, was it Jack Napier? Yes. And um, it's interesting because I feel like they had to give him the, the, a name other than unknown because it's a movie <laughs> and people need to, like, you know, care about the characters in movies. Yeah. It's just a thing. And um, a lot of things in this movie. Otherwise, we get what we are, had in Suicide Squad where no one gave uh, a fuck. True <laughs> that. It's kind of a mishmash of everything we've talked about, how, like, he fall he fell into a vat of acid. He mm. crazy. And they created, like, some sort of. Chemical compound. Yeah, it's called. A, I think it's called. Something X Fuck What was it called Brand X What it is Brand X And they put it in like Everyday things Like Makeup Fucking Groceries And things like that <laughs> Groceries so you, so you don't know what Is What You can accidentally take it And then fucking die And you die with like A crazy smile on your face Which is something That the old Like 1940 Joker Would fucking do mm-hmm. And um It was re- really well Done A lot of people Up until like Heath Ledger They were like Yeah this is like this is the Joker, and even then, like he's really good Joker, but not. Obviously, we're not counting the nineteen sixties Joker, Adam West,
1: Caesar Romano's Joker. Yeah, C- Romano
0: just because yeah, that's just a cl- an actual clown. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, like some great quotes, by oh him, yeah, but uh, some absolutely
1: super iconic. But no, and I really like how. The, in the recent years, right, I'm going to say recent, 1989 is not recent, but mm-hmm. in that time, like, that was a real thing. Like, the mob was, like, a legitimate yeah, he Yeah, he
0: was an actual, like, mobster. Also, in this timeline, which is not canon, um, mm-hmm. is that he actually killed Bruce Wayne's parents.
1: Yes. Like, he, yes.
0: that's when you hear, like, when you, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? He said that right before he killed, he was going to kill him. And obviously that was that was a callback in the end of the movie when he said it and he was like oh wait what'd you say? Holy also I, I would like to say and this it makes no bearing in this whole thing is that Michael Keaton was the best Batman Bruce Wayne I'm just gonna of say it all time just gonna say it of
1: all time
0: his Bruce Wayne
1: oh,
0: God. was fucking godlike and I loved it and um. The whole movie. Like, a lot of people hate Tim Burton movies and so, like, shit like that. And, like, he did, like, lose touch. Like, he lost, like, a lot of, like, base for a while. Like, he was, like... Doing oh. the Batman movies. But his movies, even Batman Returns, like, he... He had a vision, and I loved it. I loved the vision. It was it was very comic book, but not too, like, jokey. Like, kind of like Batman and Robin. It was, is, like, it a was joke. It
1: was a darkness that I think... Especially the, the 1989 one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, was, it had an actual, like, darkness to it. And... Like the, that's
1: imperative for like especially for anything Batman. It's important to have that kind of like gritty darkness. You and, know?
0: His, and the Joker, him playing the Joker was really fucking raw. Like, remember when you like he he gives a guy a handshake and he like keeps sh- him to death, yeah. he just turns into a fucking skeleton. Oh, and he's like, nuts. he's like bu- he's like up says, like, I'm glad you're dead and shit yeah. like that. And his fucking <laughs> cackle was great. Like it was that was like a Joker where like it's not like the Joker, where people think like, "Oh, he's just a guy who like who fights for like the asshole people who who you know like the incels." Yeah, They like, like the incels.
1: <laughs> like
0: oh it, my it, god! This Joker was like a villain that you can like, you just love to see him like be taken out.
1: I liked seeing Jack Nicholson play right. this character because I I enjoyed the sadism that went along with it. Right, like he was just maniacal, and he did he did he played it. Very creepy. I remember being legitimately terrified
0: of it. It's interesting because another just smile. Obvious, bruh. Oh yeah, another um, Joker was amazing. Was Heath Ledger.
1: Oh my god! And
0: before yeah. Heath Ledger did that role, he actually went to Jack Nicholson and to talk to him about like doing this role, and Jack would tell him that like you know it was a very difficult role just because of how you know deep you have to go into your psyche to play this character, and obviously Heath took it to heart. And he went real, like, you know...
1: Keith has, Heath has always been, like, a method actor where he has to completely become that character. Right. And granted, like, a lot of people are like, well, that was his last film before he died. Like, no, it's not. Like, he went on to, to do um the... I forgot what the last one's called. It's, like, Megorium's... I
0: oh, am yeah, Miss Megorium's something, something, something. something. Auditorium. Yeah, <laughs> something, something that rhymes.
1: Something. So, like, I'm like, guys, like relax on that shit like yeah it was a very very difficult character for him to play and I'm sure that that did not help his substance abuse issues Mm. but come on like while Joker is a fucked up individual I don't think that it's I I think that everyone is like yeah well that's really what caused him in his descent into madness. Okay, you're being a little dramatic.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, that Joker with Heath Ledger was amazing, like Dark Knight he Joker, was
1: phenomenal. Right,
0: like when you saw him like walk in, the first time you see him on the screen, he like walks in from like darkness. You like knew like this is this is the guy that you need to stay away from. Like he's gonna fucking do something really ultra violent or really fucked up. I watched and that, he doesn't care.
1: I watched the Dark Knight. Um, I think it was like a couple days ago, and like. It's just, it still holds up so well.
0: And he has no sympathy, has no empathy. Like, like when he, he killed literally every person on his crew when he fucking robbed that bank in the beginning. A
1: legitimate sociopath.
0: Yeah, like, he literally made sure that there was no one left except for him.
1: And I, I really enjoyed Heath's portrayal just because, like, every time he would talk about, you know how I got these scars? Yeah. You know, like, he... It was a different fucking story. And that was believable to me because I'm like, okay, now this is a Joker I can really get behind because there really is no rhyme or reason. I like the idea that they made him out to be this insane terrorist. Right. Right? Like, he was... I mean, like... And that's what we were scared of at the time in that political climate. So I really, really enjoyed it. I, whenever I think about all the creepy shit that is the Joker, I always go back to Heath Ledger's.
0: He It was, it was an iconic role. Like, yes. like you know... Uh, what's this? Christian Bale did a great Batman but like honestly he was upstaged by why so serious and like so if, you, if you could hear that in the background I'll play it again so you can hear it the, the, like Christopher Nolan just made like this like low like violin sound it was like very foreboding listen again why so serious It just made you very uneasy, even though he was uneasy. It was just it was a perfect way of like portraying like this this is this, this is a, a bad. This is a bad mamma jamma. So bad ombre. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so let's get to some not so amazing jokers. God damn it.
1: Suicide Squads, Jared Leto. Played the most ridiculous impression of the Joker I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, shut it down. Fucking shut it down.
0: <laughs> All right, and so th- talk about this guy. He, also, another method actor, another but not, method actor. but not a, a, a perfect, you know, example of it not working.
1: <laughs> so I know a lot of a lot of my friends are probably gonna give me shit for this because I know a lot of people actually liked this Joker. I but, didn't even last five minutes into this scene before I was like, "Fuck this."
0: <laughs> he was barely in the movie, and when he was, it it didn't get it didn't add anything to the movie.
1: Yeah,
0: it was just like, "Oh, there's Joker."
1: And, it, okay. and like, but like, but even then, I was like, "Is that Joker?" Like, I mean, we knew Look, who it was because of all the promos, but I was like, "Dude, this is the not- promos."
0: Let's talk about the promos. <laughs> the promos is that they had this picture of him like. S- smiling with a fucking gold grill and like mm-hmm. tattoos on his forehead he looked like he looked like a soundcloud rapper that's what he looked like <laughs> I
1: mean,
0: tell me he did it
1: he did you're and, right and then 100%. like and, Truth.
0: and, and everyone was like who the fuck what the like, we didn't ask this is not joker we
1: didn't ask for this yeah
0: and then and, and then they did like a whole thing like oh this is not how he's gonna look like in the movie and this is exactly what he looked like in the movie except yeah. he wore like a fucking white blazer over yeah. his fucking shitty tattoos, and yeah. then he had him, like laying down with a circle of knives. I was like, "Is this supposed to like make me feel something?" Like, yeah, this looks stupid. It just makes me feel bad for whoever designed the set because that yeah. looks really <laughs> difficult to do. Uh, it, it, was... it, it just it it was it backfired so bad for, on their part.
1: It was just it was it was a very poor depiction, and I I'm sure that there are some Joker stories out that maybe are more along the lines of what jared leto was going for because as a method actor you have to pull from certain stories right and there were a lot of like you know stories from the cast where he was like sending them like dead animals and yeah. like boxes full of gross shit his like,
0: example of method acting was pretty. yeah much, he was just basically like Being berating the cast
1: harass- he was just harassing people like they had to like the, people on the set had to ask him, like, you need to leave. Like, you need yeah, to get out of here. You need to chill. You need to fucking chill with this shit. And it's like, I understand that as an actor, you have to put yourself in situations and in roles where you need to be as real as possible and for people to really understand where you're coming from. But this shit made me not ever want to watch a DC <laughs> movie again.
0: I mean, I will see two. Because, first of all, he's not in it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and I love James Gunn. And
1: that, that fucking cast. Cast, cast is lit. The really lit. Um, and
0: um, I have hopes that DC will learn from their mistakes. Because this movie, apparently, the original Suicide Squad was, like, recut, like, three times. And you can, like, tell. Like, it, it kind of doesn't make sense. Because a lot of things, like, happen in the past and the future. It's like, wait, what? It, it, it's just weird. So that movie didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, the the, Joker, there were some there,
1: callbacks to that, though. Like, and there
0: was, like, callbacks to, like, like Batman's outfit getting, like, vandalized, mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, Robin is dead and shit like yeah. that. Like, talk about made, Jason Todd. Yeah, but There was nothing that showed for that. There was nothing, nothing like, people thought there was going to be a Batman movie that would explain that. Nope, nothing.
1: nothing. And I, like, going back to a minute to the comic books that we were talking about, um, in Suicide Squad, Harley was actually, like, a stripper at one point.
0: She was a doctor too, or well, a nurse. Oh, you know,
1: so but I mean, like this in in that movie, like mm-hmm. she was stripping, which kind of goes mm-hmm. back to the Joker comic book by Brian Ozzarello, right. right? Where mm-hmm. so like if they were trying to go for like a sadistic sick fuck, like the Joker and that where that, where were they going with Jared Leto?
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: does not I don't think Jared Leto has ever inspired fear in any of the depictions that he's ever done. Acting wise, and maybe this, his
0: face after he got beat up in Fight Club—that was the only time I was scared of he's him. He's beautiful. I mean,
1: like he's beautiful. Like when he played um, opposite again Christian Bale in American Psycho, I was oh my like, "My God, God,
0: Halberstram,
1: Paul, Paul. How, the,
0: how the hell are you,
1: <laughs> Halberstram? You got Halber. a Chow?
0: Why are there pictures of the times on the floor? Uh, a <laughs> tune so catchy. <laughs> no,
1: I love that movie, but so. I just don't understand where they were going with Jared Leto here. Like I mean but again, he
0: is a good actor. I will give a him good that. Actor. But this was not the correct casting call. And
1: people said that same thing about Heath Ledger. They were like, "Why the fuck would they cast somebody as beautiful as Heath Ledger to play the Joker?" And he completely shocked the fuck out of oh, all of He blew of us. everyone's minds. But yeah, Jared Leto did not and I'm Mm-mm. I didn't like how they depicted the relationship between Harley and Joker, which, of course, there have always been issues with this. He's an abusive piece of shit towards her. And I like how in the new movie that they're doing for Harley, he's not in it. Right. And it's basically just about the Birds of Prey. Well,
0: speaking of Harley, though, she was actually made for the animated series Batman. But she was was, so
1: popular. She wasn't
0: in the comic at all. And then, yeah, like you said, she was so popular, they put her in there. And I, I think it was great because also we should talk about that Joker too because he was a great Joker. The animated was. series. The series, sorry, the series in a whole is great.
1: Yeah.
0: Probably the best of everything we've been talking about uh, other than the comics. Yeah, like
1: I grew up watching that show. Dude, absolutely. Like,
0: I remember watching behind the scenes stuff. Did you know that like every page is completely black? And they they actually ink in the white around that.
1: That's nuts. Instead of like I a white page that. and like oh.
0: p- like printing black, it was a black page and they printed white just to make Gotham look that dark, which is crazy. Dude, um, it's like
1: kids watching something like that is
0: just. I know so cool. it was even when I was a kid. I was like, "This is this is cool, this man. This is some like, adult this ass is shit." Cool
1: as fuck. Yeah, and I mean. I didn't want to talk too much about Harley in this shred because I do want to do a shred on Harley. Okay. So one of the books that I was told to read, uh, Batman's Mad Love, which is, you know, about Harley and her origins and all that, like, I want to cover on the shred when we talk about her. Okay. So I didn't go into it. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: So the next Joker that we're going to talk about is obviously... Well, she'll
0: probably be out by the time you're listening to this. Yes. It is?
1: The Joker this year, 2019, Mm -hmm. Joaquin Phoenix who is also a method actor, isn't
0: he? He is, and he, he method acted this, and apparently they, there was, like, a standing ovation when this was, like, first showed, like an eight-minute standing ovation, which it's hard to believe for me because, like, Joker movies are hit or miss, but I'm hearing nothing but, like, great things and the only yeah. people who dislike this movie are like super like social justice warriors who like hate everything that has to do with Joker and Joker is supposed to be that he's supposed anime. to
1: ignite Anger and rage when. And I
0: guess he's doing his job well if he's, he's doing yeah. this from a goddamn movie. you know I what mean,
1: Walking Phoenix is a weird fucking cat in general. Like, he's in a lot of. He's an odd. He's an odd, he's an odd dad. Like, I mean, but he is a brilliant actor, and everything that I've seen him in, he's always portrayed his character to a T. Mm-hmm. And while I. Did not like. I don't like the way that this trailer looks. I don't like this the way that this movie looks. I will not be seeing it until <laughs> it probably comes out. I'll I'll see when it comes
0: out. I, um, I I wanna I wanna be I wanna see what the fuss is about.
1: You let me know. I will. I will. <laughs> I'm uh. just. I don't really give a shit about it. Mm-hmm. I just never, um, really been into it, the from the first trailer. I let myself watch. I was just like, "What is this Billy Bob bullshit?" <laughs> it, it's obviously it. It's going to ignite fear and anger and rage in those of us who are, you know, fighting for rights and all that. Because Joker is supposed to make you feel some type of way, right? Like, mm-hmm. like somebody is going to take something from you. And this is obviously a, a standalone project. People have been talking about right. how it
0: has no. You see, you see Bruce Wayne's dad, but you don't. I don't know if you see Bruce Wayne. I
1: don't know, and it's not right now they're saying it is not tying into any of the Batman or the Justice League or nothing.
0: Yeah. So and also a weird thing is that it's not his name is Arthur in this too. Not like not yeah. Jack Napier or unknown.
1: But again so. like with the DC rebirth stories mm-hmm. like he could, you know, be any one of those just under a different name, you know? Yeah. Like I mean that's why it makes this such a cool idea for this new movie but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. and then one of the, I think something that came out recently, I have yet to actually watch the Gotham TV show I've heard nothing but good things about it I heard that it dropped off really? I heard
0: nothing but bad things about really? it really? Yeah.
1: everybody has told me that it's great It it has since like, dropped off since the second season but well I think you know, the last
0: season is out already or I, it already happened I don't I, know
1: but Cameron Monaghan plays the Joker and, and, and his twin Jerome. Mm. And Cameron Monaghan is a great actor. Like he's played in the Shameless series. He's played in a p- bunch of other young adult films like fucking vampire bullshit. He's a really <laughs> good actor. Um he also
0: yeah, his Joker is like has a stitched-up face and yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: he's, re- he's really good. Yeah. I like him. Um, mm-hmm. And then one of our favorite, you know, in the animated TV shows, Mark Hamill is Bay over everybody. Yeah,
0: he's the Joker's voice, bay. and it's Mark Hamill, so you know it's good. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs>
1: um, so in regards to all of the reading that we've done, I wanted to talk to you guys about um, some of the books. Really the ones that I bought uh, okay. were... Bought. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> um, well, I already had Killing Joke mm mm-hmm. Uh, but there were some that I had to go and buy, right? Like Killing Joke is fantastic. Um, I bought Jo Batman: The War of Jokes and Riddles, Joker's Asylum, fucking dumb, <laughs> The Man Who Laughs, Death in the Family, and Death of the Family. But there were other ones that were really important, right? Like a couple of people that I talked to. Yeah. Um, like uh, my friend Alex Jaffe, who is writing some fucking rad ass shit for DC. Told me that there was actually a Superman story that we should have read too, called Emperor Joker, which sounds fucking nuts, you guys. Um, Dark Knight Returns, which we touched on. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of stories that we should have touched on, but honestly, it was tough for me to even get through this. You the guys.
0: Joker is, is is a big deal, just because he has like so many. He's like spread throughout the DC. Yeah. Like 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 you can read something that has nothing to do with Batman, and you'll see something about the Joker in it. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I mean i I like that we're mostly doing a lot of villains. I think that that's a cool aspect that we're doing. Mm-hmm. but it was hard to do this shred, not just because Joker is this mystery that we have to keep alluding to and keep just being confused about because he's never supposed to be known
0: that's the that's the beauty of the Joker is he has no concrete yeah. things against him other than he's gonna get caught by Batman. Mm-hmm he's going to be thrown into Arkham.
1: Yeah, and then an escape. and, and escape,
0: robot. yeah, yeah. Then, then, you know, it goes on.
1: I don't like the Joker <laughs> because I don't like how <laughs> incels have basically made him their icon. They're, yeah, like, they made put him... him...
0: Yeah, on... they're like his, like, logo now. Mm, they're the... Their
1: pedestal, and I'm just like, dude, like grow the fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah. grow the fuck up. Like, yeah, he's a cool character because he's crazy and no one wants, nobody can understand him. Yeah, whatever. That doesn't mean fucking hurt people and take rights away from people because... It makes
0: it okay too, yeah. right? Like, fuck like, that. Come on. It's not how it works. It's not the real world. Like, let comics be comics. Like, let it be an escape from the, the real world. Not bring it into the world and create all this fucking, like, hatred and bullshit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I, like, I like the fact that it's it's, it's, a, it's an artsy thing, right? Like, it's meant to be fiction and crazy and astronomically weird and right. uncomfortable. But keep it in the fucking fiction universe,
0: guys. Totally. <laughs> the moment you start bringing that shit into the real world, you start... start double thinking (laughs) like think twice about thinking twice
1: like what it like about that like there are certain movie theaters who won't even be playing joker because of what that kid did yes
0: did i think i think tim this morning said that like the government the u.s government is like doing something about like the joker release or just and the fact that that's even a thing
1: yeah is a problem But it was for Dark Knight Returns, right? The well, yeah,
0: when the Dark Knight Return came out, someone got killed in the movie theater. No, that,
1: like it was, it was horrific. There, it was a massacre. Like this guy came in with a gun and shot so many people. It was like Denver or
0: something like that, Colorado. Colorado, I think. yeah. think. was cool. a, that was a huge show, and the guy looked like a fucking douchebag. He had purple hair. Of course, like he was trying to look like the Joker. He was trying honestly. to look like the Joker. Yeah,
1: like he was trying. To, I mean, I that's what makes me uncomfortable about this. Shred and and this fucking character is because everybody wants to be that impulsive um, person that catches people unawares and I think it's sickening and I really hope none nobody that listens to that listens to us
0: as a podcast I think it's people's like infatuation with like celebrities and like sometimes people like people are like that Every people who don't think they'll ever be famous Mm. like oh this Mm. is the only way they're gonna gonna be remembered Yeah. yeah and it's a fucking horrific way to think and it's it's like and you gotta think about it. Being a celebrity isn't that fucking cool. Oh shit, all the other in the public eye and shit like that. But do you really want to have zero privacy yeah, for dude, the rest that. of your fucking life? Like think about shit like Especially that.
1: Especially you fucking incels with your fucking foot fetishes and your and your weird ass like wee bullshit that you do. Like Go you want everybody to fucking know about that?
0: Let her rip. Keep really? going. <laughs>
1: like, sorry guys. I can't fucking handle it. Like I just it is horrific. What she's trying to say is that she loves
0: the Joker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I I do I love comic books I love comic book characters and super villains are like I mean like I, similar to me to Azzarello, I love the villains I think that yeah. sticking it to the fucking heroes who are righteous as fuck and like you're taking it gets
0: boring like, yeah you, you want to see shit get stirred up yeah but like you know this in is... a fantasy world <laughs> yeah. not in fucking real life okay but, that was our rant yeah
1: yeah we're done we shredded that shit <laughs> That was my first at, like, our first actual shred because Yeah, we shredded this. the fuck out of this guy. So will uh, try and keep it that way. I swear. I
0: before thought. we go, obviously <laughs> check out our Instagram. It is The Shredder Podcast at IG and uh, send us emails at the Podcast at gmail.com. Throw
1: some reviews on the on the Apple podcast. Yeah. Let us know how We we're need going.
0: reviews. We, we would love to hear from you, and we will read them and put it on here so you can be somewhat famous, but not too famous. Yeah,
1: we'll do some shout outs <laughs> if you're cool. Even if you're not cool, if you say some negative ass shit, I'll throw that on there and I'll talk to you.
0: <laughs> and also, if you've seen the Joker and you, and you know you have some feedback on it, definitely let us know. Yeah. Send us a, a message on Instagram, all that shit. And uh, until then, we will see you later. Bye, Peace. guys. Bye.